Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. But the one that I really liked was catcalling. And then in the parenthetical in the script, which is not in, in the video anywhere, it just says, it's funny because he's a dog. <laughs> like... Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. Get your merch! We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. For example, some of us work on the merch, merch. on the website. Merch, merch, merch. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, I think I can say this confidently because it will be happening. I can't tell you when exactly, but it will be happening. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. got some new merch designs that are coming out and they'll be... Um, we're hoping that there'll be ones that will actually stay in the store, but they might be like limited edition. Uh, we have an all over shirt print that we're going to do. That's so cool. Ooh, I've um, seen that one. But I still have to have it. I have to have one sent as a tester because I just I want to see what it looks mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. but it has yeah. all these like from afar. It would just sort of appear that you had all these tiny little. Yeah, almost like, like polka shirt. dots or yeah. something yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but as you get almost. closer, there it's the word ding, and then it's like a teeny tiny little apple. <laughs> it's a, it's actually pretty cool. So that's one. I can, I'll tease that one. But we have some more coming that I'm really. I think you guys are really going to enjoy. Uh, but, nice. Yeah. So. You- I mean, if you want to look at the merch stuff, uh, probably easiest way to say that is go to the website cinemasins.com and just click merch. It's probably the easiest way to get to the to the store. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. I, the weirdest thing for me right now, as we attempt to start this podcast, um, this is not our first attempt to start this podcast, uh, <laughs> is <laughs> is that we have we have recently recorded an episode of the podcast that will not air for a few more episodes of the podcast, and so now we have. How many times can you like, say podcast though? That's my- uh. I mean, we can try podcast, 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 podcast. If you say podcast in the mirror five times, Jeremy shows up. 
I thought you were going to say like somebody like uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking uh, about. Famous podcaster or something. No, I had. Uh, I just had. Up. I had. No, yeah, Mark Marin shows up. <laughs> That's right. If you say podcasts in the mirror five times, Mark Marin shows up. Cigar smoke in your face or something. <laughs> I have no idea. Starts starts asking you questions about your childhood. Yeah. Um. So so anyhow, we have like little like inside jokes like that we can't reference. Which is which is weird because usually we record these in order, and so it's one of those things where it's mean? like, oh, it's like it's like how when we do like instasins and we're we've seen episodes that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, we now have that with the actual podcast. We've done an episode that we can't talk about yet, and it's but just you're talking weird. about just, it now. No, we can. I just mean like I can't reference stuff from this it. This is like this is like Christmas is coming and you have presents, but we can't have them until later. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's get into it. Let's kick it off with this inside scoop. What's he building in there? I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we're sending in general. Uh, we like to kick it off with commercial sins. Uh, this is the Anna Kendrick soccer ad for Hilton. Um, so how do we feel about hotels, guys? You know, uh, that's a great question, Aaron. <laughs> a great question. I'm a Hilton Honors. Uh, I mean, my family. Me too. We, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Got the app and everything. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, hotels. I used to uh, work as a booking agent for Hotels.com slash You sure did. So I think of myself as a hotel a guru in a way. I can't imagine the horrible people you had to talk to sometimes, though. Um, Complaining. You know, the hardest part of it, honestly, was just it, it was a sales job. Mm-hmm. So it, and for me, I just wanted to talk to somebody, find out what they wanted. And if it wasn't there, mm-hmm. wish them well. And then but like for sales, it was no, 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 no. You sell them on what you did find, even if it's out of their price range or not where you're wanting to go. And I just refused to do that. So my bosses for the first six months did not like me very much, but I always hit commission I always qualified for commission. I just wasn't one of their top sellers, mm-hmm. you know, making the monies. Um, but I booked a t- hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hotel rooms over my time at that job. Nice. Like, so you're kind of like uh, you're kind of like Mr. Incredible or Bob, as they knew him at the insurance place, getting called into the the insurance office and being like. You're helping our customers too much. Stop no, helping really. our customers so much. You spent an extra five minutes on the phone with the hotel to ensure that the pool was open when there were also other people that you could have talked to. They yep. could have done right, that. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, but I wanted to make sure that they got what they wanted. So they all, but like your boss was that guy from Saw Six. So see, they all probably ended up in a Saw <laughs> trap, and you didn't. You got that's passed right. out. Jigsaw was like, she's good. I'm good. That's with her. right. That's right. I I do. I learned a lot about hotels. And um, I then became that, quote unquote, that person for my family and friend group, where if there was traveling happening, it was talk to Danae. And so I ended up like I would continue to this day to be someone that people like, hey, we're going to book a hotel. What do we need to know? <laughs> so, nice. yeah. And I have, was, but- I have my own preferences for how I book hotels for myself, too. So. So question, that was a decade ago. Technology has changed quite a bit. I'm sure mm-hmm. the hotel industry has changed quite a bit. Do you feel like maybe you, you just know enough of the basics that that kind of knowledge you think still carries over? Or do you think there'll oh, be yeah. a time where it's like, 
oh, I the industry is so completely changed. I, I don't, don't even know how it works anymore. I don't think the industry changes that much. I mean, there may be some little things that have shifted, like maybe more in contracts and stuff that I don't know. But right. I mean, once a hotel is has its amenities, like the amenities might shift and change. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think there's a ton that would change in what I like my knowledge. When we yeah. when we started traveling a lot more for like cheer events and stuff like that, it just it just made sense to sign up. I mean, because those things are free for the most part to sign up for. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're not talking about like timeshare and stuff. We're just talking about hotels. So. And then you just get points and the Hilton one seemed like there's always Hiltons or, or whatever else they own. There's always something and they're always nice. And so that's just kind of where we stood. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, sure Holiday nice Inn has their own thing that's awesome, but I don't know. We just went Hilton. Yep. Yeah, us too. And uh, it seems to yeah. seems to be working and the points are nice. And every once in a while you can just do a room with points. Yeah, and and they're always easy to nice. book. And I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I also agree that this ad is ridiculous. Uh, so uh, let's talk about it. I a forgot little bit. it was for Hilton, and I just watched <laughs> it this morning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. for soccer, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I was it like, when you were about to say soccer. what it's for, I was like, wait, what the hell is it for? And then you know, you said yeah. Hilton, and I was like, oh, that's right, because I but even have a sin written down about it. But what I a just strange choice. Yeah, for mm-hmm. for it to be a a person with a so- a kid soccer team. And and sure, sure, absolutely, massive teams of people will rent blocks of rooms. Uh huh. Yeah, but their parents are going to be there, or I don't know. I just it's odd to have it be kids giving information oh, the about parents hotels. Are there, they're just at the bar. Right. Right. And I'm 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 only kind of joking because that's typically where the parents are. <laughs> like when I would go to like I don't you know I don't drink anymore, but that's where like most of the parents were when I we went to cheer events and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's get into the sins of the video. Um, found this one funny, as I often do. Uh, what about, uh, why don't we start with you, Jonathan? What's uh, what's your favorite sin from this one? Well, there's only like a few, so I'll just do the, I mean, really the first one where she says, you know, it's all on the app, and then the sin is, these kids have the Hilton app? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yes. it's like, weird, it's just weird like, to yeah, have Why kids? are they talking to the parents? Why? It, it, nothing about that commercial, it just, so I don't weird. I didn't even think about yeah. the whole idea that your team could reserve rooms. That that kind of makes sense, but yeah, yeah. Danae, did you have uh, did you have anything written down? Oh, I just decided not to do anything for the show this week. Oh, okay, yeah. that's interesting. Uh, but, I, right, well. but also, I wrote down uh, the nobody follows her wisely. Nobody follows her, and I'm uh-huh. beginning to believe that Anna Kendrick isn't this team soccer coach. In fact, their real coach is tied up in their room on the fifth floor right now. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a kind of yeah. So Anna, so Anna, uh, right? As you can see by the tiny lettering, this free Wi-Fi perk is if you book on eligible Hilton channels as an honors member. And now you got to figure out what the fork that means if you want to start watching free porn in your room. Uh, that one. <laughs> I will say laugh. some people in the chat are talking about Anna Kendrick as a really cool spokesperson. I do agree with that. I, I think yeah. if you're, I sure. mean, she's got a great, just, I don't know how she is in real life, but I mean, she seems to have a great personality and she's a very good actor. And so... Uh, and she's, you know, yeah. she, she always comes off sweet, but, uh, has a little, has a little snark there too. I so know. it's fun. She's great. Speaking of, uh, great personalities, let's talk about SpongeBob. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants kicks us off in the TV sins realm. With I'm glad we're F- finally doing U- this. In. Yeah. It's finally, it's good that we're getting around to finally doing some SpongeBob. Yeah. People have been asking uh, for it. F-U-N. F-U. Stands for N. fun. Uh, this was a Dicer Watkins script. Jonathan and I. Working on this one in this run of sponge in this sponge run, sure that we're I'm doing. Sure, I wrote on it. Sounds right. 
<laughs> did you not write on no, it? No, I did. I, I did. Got it I wrong. did. I did. Oh, no. I absolutely did. No, I absolutely did. Uh, I'm joking. The chaos. Uh, this is a this is a fan favorite. They love the fun song, um, and and all the ridiculousness Why that goes so along with it. It's not clever at all, <laughs> but it sticks in your brain. But it's a cartoon. Sure does. Sure does. Um, do we have anything to extra? To, do we have anything extra to talk about with SpongeBob this week? Uh, I feel like I did see this episode before sending it because I actually somehow knew this tune and some of the lyrics as it was coming up. Hmm. So that was fun. And I also wonder if, uh, like, I, I think this was when I started watching SpongeBob was in this sort of re- era. era, um, because I remember Plankton and it's fun to see Plankton on the, on the channel. I think this is the mm-hmm. first time we've had a episode with Plankton in it. I- at least, yeah, at least the focus, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. prominently. Yeah. yeah. And that's always fun because to, to have a, a new nemesis other than Mr. Krabs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know it's who does Plank. I didn't look fun. up the voices. I don't know if it, but I, I like his voice. Yeah. Oh, voice actors are amazing. Who voices Plankton? I will say this episode of of SpongeBob feels more meaningful to me than they usually do. There's a really interesting underlying thing about friendship mm-hmm. and fight fighting uh you know you know anger with kindness and like i don't know there's just there's there's something a little bit deeper with this one that i kind of connected to well, and it's liked, interesting so. too because we just did a big bang theory episode that tackled basically the same thing but in a like really um mean-spirited and <laughs> <laughs> right inconsiderate way then you have spongebob actually knowing what to do with it. i don't know it's just kind of funny yeah yeah uh, yeah, two different good. audiences, though. I mean, it's not it's apples and oranges, but I just thought it was humorous. Mr. Yeah. Lawrence, a.k.a. Doug Lawrence. Nice. Is the animator, writer, voice actor and comedian. And he's best known for Rocco's Modern Life and SpongeBob oh, SquarePants. Nice. I know Rocco's Modern go. Life. There you go. He kind of uh, looks like Danae. Evo Phillips in the picture I just pulled up. But anyway, good. <laughs> uh, not I really, Today you didn't write on this one, so what did you like? I just copied one because I'm lame. Uh, I liked a lot of them, but the one that cracked me up was the <laughs> getting to third base at the movie theater, which was just <laughs> so inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like SpongeBob's hands reaching suddenly into I'm su- I guess it's supposed to be a pocket, you know, it's like supposed you, to be. You assume but it it's a pocket, but it like is it. it is a front pocket, and it is very. <laughs> like you know genitalia located and so mm-hmm. i understand it but it's just it's a funny moment that when i was watching it it just happened so quickly that i didn't even realize what was happening and so when i saw the script and i saw it getting to third base at a movie theater i'm like what is this and so i went specifically to the timestamp, and i just lost it because i'm like that is so disgusting <laughs> i, I did the same thing when i was reviewing and i was like Wait, what is he talking about and i was like oh <laughs> oh oh so yeah <laughs> What about you, Jonathan? What were some of the ones you wanted to mention? Uh, the ter- the twerking industry is hurting now, so your selfishness is abhorrent. I thought was, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I just I love the the why does SpongeBob need a hairnet? That was like very confusing. Like when I saw mm-hmm. that, I mean, I know it was just for yeah, it was for comedy effect, but it was also like what is what is he gonna get? Like if he's gonna get part of a sponge from his head, he should have his whole he should have his whole head covered, right? I don't know. It was very confusing. Yes, uh, I agree. And I and also it's just a cartoon, I know. Uh but uh fucked up nonsense is an acronym for fun. I thought it was great. 
Yeah. <laughs> like the narrator realizing that after they said it, you know, it was fucked after up nonsense. Said it, yeah. 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 Like, oh, yeah. oh, hey, hey, we did it. It's kind of like that time that what I can't remember what that movie was, but we're. Uh, Jeremy was the cinema sense where Jeremy was like, you know, I mean, Jesus and, and, and Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. That's what that reminded me. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, You mentioned some of mine. I would also say uh, no way plankton that has been and always will be Caillou always down for Caillou slam. Yes. Very appropriate. Uh, Every parent uh, can (laughs) test every parent (laughs) of the last 20 years. Now tell you what though, like because of your hatred of Caillou, I haven't ever turned it on. So I act like I know what you're talking no, you about. Have to. I have no clue. You have to go through it. No, I'm not after all no. of the hatred you guys I mean, do. There's no. I, I, I honestly thing. don't even know. Like I assume it, I know they. It finally stopped like making new episodes a couple years ago. I assume it's still airing on something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is anymore. When Mackenzie was young, it was called Sprout, but I think it's turned into something else now. But yeah. Know. Well, sprouts turn into like plants. So. There you go. So there's a channel called point. Plant. It's fair point. Yeah. It's fair point. If you ever decide to watch Caillou. Do not watch it with your daughter around. I will Just under the slight chance that she might enjoy it, and then you're stuck. No, no. But if you ever decide to, you know, watch that horror movie TV show. <laughs> horror movie TV show. Uh, Why is he let's... bald? Why is he bald? <laughs> I don't know. You guys, Charlie Brown, the same thing. That's true. Um, missionary dating, I wanted to mention. Uh, yeah. I was glad to see some love for that in the comments because I, I knew that. I think that was something both of you had to kind of look up or figure out um that was such a common phrase when i was growing up that i figured some people would know what i was talking about yeah that was uh, one of those where Danae's like i don't understand either one of i them. don't understand this at all <laughs> i'm getting so much more bold in my comments i used mm-hmm. to just oh, be great. like oh somebody else will get this it's fine now i'm like i don't understand anything that's going on around here <laughs> could you please i think my, one of my most recent comments was like explain this to me like i am a child <laughs> just like the channel on reddit no i i appreciate you asking though because i used to i would sometimes feel like when i was writing something with you i would just need to say what something was but i figure you'll ask me so i just i'm getting better at that yeah Mm -hmm. i'm good with it man as i get more confident in myself i i I sort of had i'm like you know a year and a half of acclamations fine i can start asking really direct questions like yeah i know you're not gonna understand some (laughs) random horror movie reference from like 1983 (laughs) like i get that or if it gets really weird where I'm like, okay, I understand the reference and now I think we should cut it. <laughs> then it's like, yeah. I did. Oh yeah. I'll talk about that in uh, uh, a couple of weeks, but I did this really deep. I got, I got, oh, I got no. errand by Danae. I did this really detailed sin and then yeah. Yeah, Danae actually brought up a good point. So that was what made me mad. like, why didn't I think about that? This absolutely doesn't work, but <laughs> It was a, it was That's like a long yeah. sin. It was like a nice paragraph with all of these references. And you were go back to stuff, and it was it was so much fun. Yeah. And then Danae like was like, I was like, oh, that's right. I know. I don't think I, <laughs> so, I can't prove that. <laughs> like, it's a hard thing to do. It's fine. I, the first I, I the first time I experienced that was in a script with Chris early on in my writing, and he was like, um, there was something that happened where something switched sides, and it was like. He wrote this beautiful, hilarious sin about, you know, like um, just how it was on one side and then the other or whatever. And I just had to put in the comments, 
he's looking in a mirror right now. <laughs> just like, and he I was so mad. Though. Oh, no. <laughs> For the oh, most part, no. though, like, he was probably put out on himself, though, because Chris is fine. Like, sure, yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. Oh, yeah. Mind he's totally fine. Out. No, no, oh, he's totally no. fine. Yeah. But it, it does suck. Of, it sucks. It does. It sucks so hard to have to say that, be like, oh, I'm so sorry, because this is genius, but especially he's to actually the looking in a mirror right now. Especially yeah. to the A-team. I, I yeah. recently, there was one that Barrett wrote recently, and I just wrote, like, I, I would Eileen cut on this one like this one I would cut and I mm-hmm. hoped I wasn't going to have to explain like why and sure. comments come back and he's like can you tell me why and I was like oh no <laughs> so I had to kind of really go into it I was like okay well because it was like I didn't like it for like four reasons maybe five there was like these different things and I was like well it could be this or it could be this or it could be that <laughs> then maybe you have to decide this. do I just go one at a time or do I list them all I don't yeah. know maybe i'm wrong <laughs> like it was this whole thing yeah see and- <laughs> with you guys i'm comfortable just saying like this isn't working i don't know why but like i'm not right, yeah, yeah. right. and then yeah. and then figure yeah. out what you know you guys will yeah let me know something or just say oh cut. man yeah totally yeah. yeah anyway what were you saying here uh, <laughs> the only other one i had was no one i repeat no one like sequels sponge liar fire pants um which I loved the comments on that one uh, because people were just like, yeah, what about Terminator 2? What about Toy Story 2? And it's like, okay, see, here's here's what we're doing with that sin. <laughs> the reason we say, I repeat, no one is because we're trolling you. Yeah. All right? Like, just, we did that's our the job. That's your cue right there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chat is so fun. There's one that, oh, I don't remember what it was on. Oh, it was on... Um, uh, the bonus round for the food mm-hmm. from Big Bang Theory a couple weeks ago. And I, somebody in the chat said, I 100% believe that they chose to send this episode because somebody just wanted to send the food stuff, which of course isn't true because mm-hmm. it was something that grew. I, I did it. I know where it came right. from. So right. I just wrote, nope. And then that was like two <laughs> weeks ago with a, I, uh-huh. nope with a smiley face. Um, this morning, I got a comment reply from that same person that just says, yep, <laughs> the smiley face. And I was like, oh my God, it's just not worth, like, you know, chat believes what chat's going to believe. And this person right. is right. Yeah, never well, going to be convinced the, the otherwise, reason we picked even these, though I wrote it, I wrote it. Yeah. The reason we pick episodes <laughs> and movies is, is, is kind of boring. I mean, it has to do with yeah. what it ties into something that's being released or... Uh, it's, it's a popular. popular episode. I mean, it's nothing it's exciting. Stuff, <laughs> it's right. I, yeah. Like we, we do Google searches and <laughs> like stats. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> I they mean... think that we have this room that has like all of these different shows <laughs> on these posters. And then we all sure. just go in with like darts and we just throw them everywhere and just pick mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. That's not how it yeah. works. And, there are, and then there are YouTube things <laughs> that help us figure out which ones we should do. You know, I mean, boring, yeah. boring stuff. So. Oh, oh, but and, and we take bribes. Don't forget we, that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do uh, take money from... We take take bribes. Uh, CinemaSins would now like to say that they do not, in fact, take any bribes (laughs) and that this was a joke and we are an entertainment podcast. Uh, Yeah, this is an entertainment podcast. We also use a little sunscreen on the ball so it drops an extra three inches when we throw a curve. Oh, sorry. Oh, good night. Good night. Man, it took me way too long to get to Major League Pitching. I was thinking about testicles. Me too. I was like, also put... (laughs) <laughs> we also put sunscreen on That's... our balls so they drop an extra three inches. I know. I know. <laughs> like, and I was what? thinking that is, at, th- at that, that point. That is a current <laughs> reference. 
that like yes, that's it is. that's a topic yes, going on in baseball right now. Yes, it Very is. Popular. Yes, it is. At, at that point, I was like, but they don't see the sun, yeah. so why put sunscreen? <laughs> yeah, I know. I pre- I can appreciate that sunscreen on a ball. I should have said baseball. Well, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. You did great. That was great. You that did perfect. great. That made it, it well better. Better. You're right. That made it a hundred percent better. Because if better. you would have said baseball, I wouldn't yeah. have been as interested. <laughs> All right, let's move on to The Office. Uh, Speaking of Danae not being interested in something, uh, we're going on to The Office safety training. This was also a Dicer Watkins uh, script. Dicer Watkins. I'll just say right off the bat, this was an interesting one for us. We actually debated internally whether or not to uh, to do this well, one because after it, was it deals. <laughs> I don't <laughs> well because it deals with uh, the topic of suicide. And, so, in, yeah. and in a in a and and not I mean they probably I don't know I'm not going to get too much into it. I I I had a problem. I had a hard time watching it uh, for you sure. know, just personal reasons. And it's not like I can't watch suicide and stuff, but I don't know. I guess the fact that it's a sitcom and they I don't know. It just seemed. It seemed a little too cringy, even for Michael Scott. But, uh, but I mean, from what I've heard from fans of it and stuff, and I read some stuff on it. I mean, they they do handle it with care in their own way, and they are kind of poking fun at other things, right? Safety training mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Sure. So that's fine. It was just for me personally. It just wasn't something I wanted in my head. And then, uh, yeah, and then we just had some talks about it. But I think we made the right decision. Yeah, when all was said and uh, done. A disclaimer at the front, just to let people know, uh, kind of as a, a little bit of a trigger warning. And then we talked about it in the video for once in. And yeah, yeah, I think that was I, I think that was fine. And in really, that part of the episode is it's it seems like, like the dominating part of the episode, but it's like three minutes yeah. right at the end. So you know, there's a lot of you know fun stuff to do uh, before then anyway. Um, so yeah, I uh, I continue to really like this show. I I think you know there's. Obviously, parts of it that haven't aged well, as with any kind of comedy. Um, so, and that that discussion itself is always a weird discussion to have about where that balance is of you know, co- you know, lines that comedy can cross tend to be shrinking, mm-hmm. and I think there's some healthiness to that. Yeah, and um, I think but, even in even for like 2006 or whenever this aired, I thought that was I thought it was still kind of bold, like it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I guess that that's I mean, it's a it, we've come a long way in 15 years about, you know, anxiety, depression and stuff like that. But that was still definitely being talked about at the time. So the fact that they tried to do this is interesting. And uh, and it's it's I guess it's one of the most popular episodes. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, Danae, why don't you kick us off since you didn't write on this one? What were some of your favorite sins? Um, I liked the sin that was about saying not. And it was like yeah, not was in things, that and then good. followed directly by us saying not, which was just incredibly clever. And that's the only one that I wrote down because I don't like the show. <laughs> well, I also thought you might appreciate that one because yeah. we were uh, nodding her saying that Love Actually is a good movie uh, in that moment, which uh, isn't so. true. And I really did appreciate that. I so, I had yeah, that I written down a little further in my notes. I think you convinced are. me that Love Actually is not a good movie, but I also I'm just <laughs> tired of watching it every Christmas because my wife loves it. So oh, see, I hope she doesn't feel awkward when she spends time with me. Like oh, oh Danae, I, I assure you, she doesn't care. Danae, you know, I but she doesn't like Love Actually. So. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing she's gonna have a problem with. You know what I want to do? I just realized. <laughs> what does that mean? It was Jonathan? a joke. It was a joke. Wait, what did I miss? I no, was I just made a joke. Something. Like, yeah, that's the thing she'll have a problem with. It was totally oh. a joke. <laughs> yeah, I fully expect it's going to be my bo. Um, <laughs> that's what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking. I think I want a bumper sticker that says "Love Actually" is a terrible movie. I think that would be the most divisive thing I could do as far as bumper stickers go. 
you could I, you could say honk if you agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my it god! Just say, love actually is not a movie I love. Actually. Oh, see, this is good. This is good. <gasps> is this merch? Is this merch? <laughs> I'm writing this down. Go ahead, you guys keep yeah. going. But honestly, going back to that though, I think you and my wife will get along splendidly. Very nice. I'm good, glad. good to know. Good to know. Jonathan, what about you? Um, I wrote, uh, oh, uh, Yvonne Rodriguez shaming was very funny. Talking about baseball. Fudge. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, Matthew, why? I may need a minute. <laughs> I assume that's a, that was just funny the way you read it. I'm assuming that's a, a Downton Abbey reference. Yes, that, that is definitely a Downton Abbey spoiler reference. <laughs> yes. Like, even though we, we totally kind of, we kind of make fun of gambling addiction, though, and that bit was like, Josh, get some help, man, but also, sure, let's do gambling. <laughs> You're, you're listing all the ones I have, but yeah, it's like uh, it's. I should use that for keeping tabs. I don't have it listed, but I could use this for keeping tabs. Just because I did a lot of research on actually what Josh might have been gambling about at that time, like what was going on in the culture, mm-hmm. like when that would have been being filmed. Oh, and, interesting. And so yeah, so he said I recently lost my home in a bet because I had Triple H over Cena in WrestleMania 22. <laughs> That's because WrestleMania 22 was that year that this was being filmed. I thought maybe you had um, like hollered at Justin and Danae and were like, "Hey, give me a <laughs> I mean, give he me would a have known. reference." He would have known. So, Josh, yeah, Josh, get some help, man. But also, sure, let's do gambling. <laughs> and then I just like I the one I wrote that I enjoyed was the the thing about the going to the science museum. They don't give you a pamphlet on electricity, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. but you could also you probably could... get a pamphlet on electricity. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> Yep, I like that one too. I had that one written down too. Oh, sorry. Uh, I think no, no, no. It's great. I think the only one you didn't mention was just I like really like the phrasing of inquiring as to the size of your coworkers' posterior and any related medical conditions therein without explicit content. Oh, is that uh, what he, consent? Is that what yeah. he says? You have fat butt disease or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. There's there, the office. There actually is. Uh, I will say there term. actually is funny stuff in this episode, though, especially at the beginning. Everything when they're downstairs is funny. Oh, like, that Baylor scene yeah. is so great i just like oh, when he's like uh craig uh was it craig wilson or craig thompson is that his name where he's just like um you know like uh you know people from upstairs michael should not be using <laughs> this equipment well and just and just michael will just be like yeah, yeah but it's not a bit no it is a bit like <laughs> yeah. it's just the, their whole patter is just it's great so great uh and so then it great. got dark and then it got dark uh let's move on to music video sins olivia rodrigo good for you no we are not redoing the same video from last week it's actually a different olivia rodrigo video because we're obsessed Um, which you you know i like this song better (laughs) it's just i think i might too it's a little catchier i will say the verse and the chorus don't really go together for me for some reason like i think i prefer the verses over what happens in the chorus but i don't know there's something Mm -hmm. just kind of biting about it I, i just i enjoy and also like the I mean, it's definitely kind of got that like uh, like high school like you know horror movie kind of you know feeling to it, which is always fun. So yeah, no, yeah. I I enjoy it. I, she's interesting, man. She's a she's a character. I'm I'm kind of digging her. So uh, Barrett says, I love good for you, even though the syntax murders me. But I also love how much fun we had with it. Referencing Nirvana, Parasite, Starship Troopers, and Dolphins made me happy. And the Progresso Campbell scent was one of my favorites that I wrote recently. Olivia is on her way to potential Taylor Swift-esque career, in my opinion. Yeah, very nice. 
Uh, let's get into the sins. I'll start. Uh, seriously, video takes 18 seconds to start gooding for you. Uh, I just love the phrasing on that. It was really fun. Uh, okay, at this point, I'm required to institute a mandatory Olivia Rodrigo sings about her breakup cliche, at least until further notice. So true. <laughs> also, the, like, the automatic 25 sins that are added on, like mm -hmm. back or 20 or 25 that are added on back right. to back. Those were fun. Right. Uh, ah, yes. The mascot that truly inspires fear in sporting opponents. The dolphin. dolphin. <laughs> and uh, this sudden burst of self-awareness occurs far too late in this song. Uh, I like that as well. Uh, what about you, Danae? Um, the Campbell and Progresso ones mm -hmm. were really fun. The, aha, I, I see Marvin Campbell has been to the store and sabotaged his family's competitors. Your move, Melissa Progresso. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just really funny. Um, and then the steamy locker room sin, where uh, this one, steamy locker rooms only happens in women's prison movies. And that one scene in Starship Troopers. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Jonathan, what do you got? I had a lot of those. I will mention jumping into a lake with all your clothes on and really just jumping into a lake uh, <laughs> should be a sin because that's just like Agree. warm Agree. bacteria nastiness. I don't don't swim in lakes, people. I used to swim in lakes boat. all the time Get growing on a boat up or something. But um, And I never really liked it. I hated it every time I did it, but it was just what you did at the campgrounds. It's just, Ugh. you know... Like growing up, it's just what you did, and I hated it every single time. I hated how gross it felt to walk in. I hated how you couldn't see anything under the water. Like yeah. you know, I hated that it's I was disgusting. sharing water with living creatures. Yeah. Like I just yeah, I hated it's, everything lakes about are it. Weird, especially man-made lakes mm -hmm. where you know it's just been backed up by a big old dam, and you know it's just filled with motor oil from boats, <laughs> uh, and then and poo, uh, and, sure. and poo, fish poo, and probably people poo too and yeah you can't see past your clavicle it's just a mm -hmm. if you can't see past your clavicle it's not worth it people the one thing i do uh. remember uh the lake that we always used to swim in at the campgrounds had a floating dock out in the middle of it mm -hmm. where like you could go and sit on it and jump off it and play on it or whatever yeah it was probably 20 feet deep there maybe 30 um you know somewhere in that range and the lifeguards would store their pop, their like six packs of pop or whatever, at the bottom of this lake Ugh. by where it was attached, where the floating dock was attached to the lake, and they I guess would it was dive in like a under or something, right? No, no, just cans uh. of pop. They would dive under and grab a can of pop and come back up and and drink it. I'm just like, that that's oh, terrible. Because it would stay cool. Because <laughs> it would stay cold down at the bottom of the lake. That's yeah, so gross. So. And also, they could test they their breath holding prowess. That's drink, what it was. They drink it's, fish it's a show poo. off thing. They drink that's fish That's all pee. it is. Is a show. Yeah, it's like it's worth it to <laughs> to eat a little f fish they feces fi or fishies, uh, as you might call it. Wow. Uh, if uh, if you know, it's worth that. It's worth that to show off how you know how long you can hold your breath and you know. How cool is it that you got your pop from the bottom of the lake? And the answer is really not cool at all, guys. Really not. I'm glad you guys agree with me on lakes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, do we have a list somewhere of things Bads we all emphatically too. agree on? Because that would yeah. be on the list. On yeah, the list definitely. of the things that the B team emphatically agrees upon, swimming in lakes, not good. <laughs> not good. Not good. Not good. Uh, I think, Jonathan, you were going through some. Had no, you that's, that's really the only one I had. You guys did the other one, so. Uh, all right, let's move into Cinema Sins. We'll kick it off with 101 Dalmatians, or should I say 101 Dalmatians. I always get confused at the movies because this is the one that spells it all out, right? The 1961 mm -hmm. version mm -hmm. spells out 101 yeah, the, the Dalmatians. Yeah, the live action does 101, so. 
Right, and the live action does 101 Dalmatians, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the new one's just called Cruella. So thank you for that. Um, I also hate how Dalmatians is spelled. So that makes me mad because I want to spell it T-I-O-N every single time. And it's T-I-A-N, and that bothers me. And maybe yeah. this is okay. just my anger mismanagement section of the podcast. <laughs> but for whatever reason, no, I know what you're saying. The, Everything the spelling else, of Dalmatians like makes me angry. every other word that ends in shun yeah. or, you know, yeah. Yeah. T-I-O-N. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to go check my script and see if I actually misspelled it the whole time because I'm convinced <laughs> that I'm convinced that that happened I now. thought you did because you would have done a spell check. and it I did do it. a spell check yeah, and I don't so. remember it coming up a lot. I just, I spell it wrong every single time and it just, it, it bothers me for it's, some reason. It, that's your, uh, my, that's my, that's, con, that's your convenient because convenient is my word. <laughs> yes. I can never spell to, that word there's wrong. There's just certain words in, in convenience one, if I'm spelling them, I say them differently. Like I always say convenient. When I spell convenience, yeah, um, yeah, to remind myself how to spell it. That, that's uh, a good so. call. Maybe I'll do that from now on. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I definitely I misspelled it in one part, but it didn't make the it didn't make the final cut. So yeah, that's good. That's good. That's news. probably why. That's yeah. probably yeah. why it didn't make it. I, I misspelled it in one place. The Dalmatian plantation. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I misspelled it there. Um, yep. Barrett said 101 Dalmatians will always be adorable. The animation was terrific, even for the time. Cruella is an all time villain. My favorite sin was mm-hmm. about the dog's poor vagina. My favorite part about the good for you video was the sentence, which used to be the best audio from Sharp Objects, and that's so true. <laughs> oh, Barrett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Barrett. Oh, Barrett. This, I don't know if I mentioned uh, this was a huge share script. I may not have Barrett and Danae writing on this one. Um, yeah, what do you think? Hey, Jonathan, what do you think about the original uh, It's been a bit since Dalmatians. I've seen it. I don't think this is one that Mackenzie ever really watched when she was younger. But, uh, I mean, I've seen it a few times. Uh, I like it. I don't love it. Uh, I, the animation, especially the dogs, I, I think is so great. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really good. Um, and especially for that time period. Because this is what, in the 62, something like 61. that? 61. Yeah, I think this came out in 61. Um, I do agree that Cruella is an all-timer, not just Disney, but just an all-timer villain. I think she's great. I, I am confused. Is she just really not in the movie that much, though? Because she's barely in the video. Um, yeah, she kind of disappears. She's more of a foil than an active villain in gotcha. many ways. It's more like, like her you know, henchman there for a minute. Right. Or, yeah, she okay. comes over to the house yeah. you know, and says what she wants and, you know... Gotcha. And then, and then, yeah, she, uh, her henchmen kind of do a lot of the work. So, because at first I actually thought for some reason we were intentionally not showing her. And then I was like, <laughs> but then she popped up towards the end. But yeah, uh, it's such an odd character, too. Yeah. Um, she's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and cruel. But when you really think about that's, what, that's her name, a cruel Dalmatian coat, like, I just don't know why. And I guess it's just for cruelty. I guess it's for yeah, the the, the um, exoticness of it, maybe the uniqueness of it, maybe that it's not something that everybody has. But I don't know. I, mean, I, I think Dalmatians. To... I think Dalmatians are the most beautiful dog. I really do. Like I think they have the most beautiful coats. I know, but when you're sitting this movie, then you have to ask yourself things like, how would that look? Like it awesome. would just be sure. And if it was the size of a cow, it would be one pattern. We're talking about a whole bunch of tiny little puppy parts. So like, you know, these little patches of puppy that are stitched together. It would look, oh, I see what it you're would saying. look like I see absolute what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless that was the intended thing. Like you make a patchwork puppy coat work. And anyways, after thinking about that a lot, 
you realize you don't want us in it. You do like, like, you know what? I just don't even <laughs> want this to be something that's in it. I don't even want to talk that's about right. it. Just I don't keep, even want to put it this in the world. keep it simple. But, but it's, it's weird. She's it's not weird. Like, she's not like trying to take over the world or like. Uh, no, she's trying or, to murder puppies. Yeah, she's not like trying to make millions or. Well, I guess she is going to sell stuff, right? I, no, I don't know. I think she just wants it for herself. Like it's been so long. Okay. It's such a weird yeah. thing. And there's really not a lot of explanation to it. it yeah. It, that's the thing. There's there, the depth of, of Cruella's. Like who she is, how she has money, why she has this mansion out there in the middle of nowhere, you know, like their relationship to the people. Uh, well, then if you, you know, want to know more, you should go see. Say. You should go see Cruella in theaters <laughs> and on that's Disney they saved Plus all that today. For, they saved all that for Cruella. That's right. Uh, Danae, what are you, what did you think about this movie? Had you seen it before you send it? And I'm sure uh, I have. I mean, I, I remembered a lot of it. Um, but I don't, I remember a lot of it visually. And I remember the mm. song because it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was not a lot going on in this. You know, it's just really simple. I mean, we sent it, but there are literally six minutes of just dogs barking back and forth. And I think that was clever at the time to show a movie about dogs communicating and solving problems and stuff. Um, but it's just a simple, slow paced kind of thing that, but there's enough like drama happening for a little kid that this might be really interesting to, yeah. to keep your mm. attention. Um, you know, the, the, the journey of an animal saving itself and, you know, not needing humans, but there is a surprising lack of humans in this world when the puppies are turned into Labradors and then getting onto that truck, for example, those aside from the bad guys those are the only people we see is the truck driver really and uh mm-hmm. that we've seen since uh pongo and purdy's pets uh along with the maid so there's just there's not a lot of people in this world yeah you know to kind of interact with but there's an entire town and there's a hundred and one dogs <laughs> running mm-hmm. around and you would think that somebody would notice if not them henchmen with like with tools breaking into things and it's just, and the loudest car ever created Cruella's, you know, whatever kind of car that is, it's what, you know, what do you call a car like that? They're called something. There's mm. a specific kind of a car where they have like those massive engines and like the huge exhaust. Cause when you hear her car, it's like, it's like this huge monster mm-hmm. and no one's around. I don't understand that. But, those are, yep. you don't ask those questions when you're a kid watching dogs rescue themselves. That's cool stuff. So yeah, I loved it. I loved it as a kid. Uh, you know, I, I still love it. I think it's beautiful. The inspiration um, for the car was a 1936 Avis Speed 20 SD Drophead Coupe, or right, and, and a 1931 Bugatti. So I'm guessing they made the car up, but they just it was inspired by a couple different things. I mean, it's epic. maybe a coupe, maybe like a coupe de Ville is what you're thinking of. It's epic. It was well, easy that would to make sin, sense, though. since she's Cruella Deville. There you go, Coupe Deville. Yeah, uh, but it yeah, was... she is. She is. She's she's epic. But I do know what you're saying. Her her motives are are weird. But it's weird. It's strange. There is. She wants the... to buy up all the puppies in yeah. all of the places to make a coat. But I think it's just the look and the voice, and it. You know, it's just she's she's crazy, man. And Glenn yeah. Close obviously made her even bigger, I guess, with the live action stuff, which I don't remember the live action movie being very good at all. I don't think I saw the second one. But, I do uh, have to say I agree with you, though. Dalmatians are beautiful. Yeah. Man. I, I, yeah, they're my favorite. I mean, listen, I have a thing for black and white, too. Like, I love monochromatic stuff. And so 
yeah, Dalmatians have always been my my favorite. Uh, well, you dog. should go get a Dalmatian. I won't tell the puppies behind that you said. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. Okay, you can have your faves. Uh, let's get into the video itself. And Jonathan, why don't you start us off? What's uh, what's some of your favorite stuff from this? Uh, I like that right at the beginning. God, remember we had to sit through the credits before getting into the movie, and we liked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I liked asking the narrator asking the question, but is her soul beautiful, Pongo? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, reading with your eyes closed is not reading. It's a vertical napping. I thought it was very funny. And, yeah, I, uh, that one too. I did, even though it was a uh, wow, uh, five seconds after meeting each other and Anita's already soaking wet. <laughs> I, it's funny because, and, and I'll go ahead and, and continue on with another one. There were that one in another one in the actual written script had parentheticals mm-hmm. written into them. Uh, in the one for that parenthetical was just, this is so wrong or, or something like that. But the one that I really liked was catcalling. And then in the parenthetical in the script, which is not in, in the video anywhere, it just says, it's funny because he's a dog. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I just like that the parenthetical like, is explaining. Ba- Barrett, I assume those were Barrett. I, I could be wrong. Those but are Barrett. It's funny Barrett's because he's a dog. always humorous when he's yes, explaining Yes, but I will sons. say... Catzerol was me, and I was so proud. Nice. Well, I was getting there. I was getting there. I was there. so proud. Uh, I was like, oh, my God. I just thought of it on purpose. Catzerol. <laughs> yeah, come on. Catzerol was, <laughs> was right, right there. there. Uh, very much appreciated that one. I felt like <laughs> giving my voice to the script. Um, all right. I've spent several minutes examining the portraits around this house, and I can confidently tell you that Roger and Anita are strangely obsessed with dogs. Like, we think Cruella is off, but these two are forking bonkers with dog pictures on every wall. All of them. Uh, well, and they got married only, like three that. days after they met. So There's only one wall that had human pictures on it, and it's in the entryway by the door. There's two portraits there. Yeah. Every other picture was a dog. Crazy. Uh, Barrett already mentioned the vagina sin. This family is way too happy about what is happening with this poor dog's <laughs> vagina right now when they're counting the puppies as they're yeah. coming out. Uh, the writers and the performers had an argument about how Cockney was too Cockney. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. Uh, horse's ass gets taken out by horse's ass. And before you ask, Horace's ask is, ass is next. Uh, was just brilliant, brilliant work. Sure, Jeremy appreciated that one. That one. I'm sure he yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's Hunter One and Dalmatians. Danae, what did you want to, uh, point out that we didn't, uh, make um, mention of? Well, I have peaked as a writer. I know I've said that before. So, but sucking a cat is my best sin I've ever written. <laughs> okay. Very nice. <laughs> it's done now. And, and it's such a funny visual. I mean, like, mm-hmm. uh, I laughed, I laughed way too hard at that. <laughs> and I even told Barrett, I was like, I think I can retire now. <laughs> I think in the notes I said, why is this the best sin I've ever written? <laughs> um, Feline uh, ratio. Huh? Feline ratio. Okay. Stop it. You're now. <laughs> Damn it, Aaron. You know how to make someone feel real good about their writing. I was playing with you. No, yours was great. Oh, no, no, no. You usurped. You have usurped, I did not sir. mean to usurp. I was I was anding. I was yes anding. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, The Lazarus puppy sin was a fun one. The, uh, the lead-in was something about like, oh, this puppy, after it's died, oh, it's as good as new, but it's literally brand new, so that's not really saying much. Mm-hmm. But so how yeah. about like... Oh, this dog is Lazarus because it just came back from the dead. In fact, the one yeah, right like before that, that the muscle memory saving uh, the dog was also fun. Uh, ouch, you little fuckers. Be gentle with my nips. <laughs> 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 uh, 
that whole sequence, uh, Barrett's sin there was this whole thing makes me like uncomfortable. And I had written a couple things that were similar. It was such, it was just so simple, but then like that whole scene made me hurt. It, uh, as, yeah. a, as a mother who has breastfed a child, watching 101 puppies suck on cow teats was mm-hmm. painful. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I there I really go. enjoyed this one. This was a lot of fun. Oh, oh, very nice. Actually, I'll do one more. Um, the the movie that we all want to see based on what was on the piano. Um, I just thought that the editor did a really good job. I think it was I can't remember which editor it was, but how they kind of panned across the piano. And then that coupled with Jeremy's delivery of just kind of seeing all the crazy stuff that was on this piano and wondering how did all of this stuff come to be here, including a perfectly pristine cake. I, I just, I have so many questions that will never be answered about that one piano. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah. 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 I think overall sending these old movies, especially animated ones, there's just, there's so much fun to be had, yeah. you know, because there's just they weren't thinking about the same things yeah. that modern animators do. And they, you know, I start it's just, it's, it's really a fun. little nervous. And then once I get into it, it's like, Oh, this is fun. You know, because mm-hmm. you have the yeah. chance to actually question the plot mm-hmm. and find weird things going on in the visuals yeah. um, where you can kind of play with quote unquote legit sins. And then like mm-hmm. fun sins that are still, you know, our version of legit. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. 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 Let's move on to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, not the TV show, the movie. We've already seen the pilot of the TV show, by the way, if you're interested in that. That is on the channel. Uh, This was an Atkinson Scott script. Chris and Jeremy writing on this. Let's hear from uh, Chris first on this one. What did he have to say? Buffy the Vampire Slayer asked the question, if you're a teenage girl and an old dude asks you to come to a cemetery and battle vampires, would you do it? (laughs) The answer is yes, mainly because the old dude knows Buffy's been dreaming about the ghost of Slayer's past. It turns her from mean girl to vampire Slayer in a snap. The main thing for me is that this movie wants to mix airplane with naked gun style humor with a typical comedy and a tad bit of drama mixed in. It makes all of the really insane moments seem out of place. The movie probably had to cut a lot of scenes, too. Case in point, when the when the principal played by Stephen Root gives detention to a bunch of vampires with stakes in their hearts, it's a different movie. This might have been really funny. In this movie, you just sit there and go, "Do you realize you're giving detention to vampires? And even if you don't believe in vampires, do you realize you're giving detention to dead kids?" <laughs> I hate it when a movie thinks it's formed the foundation for this kind of a joke, but it's built like only a quarter of the foundation. And that is what Chris had to say about sinning Buffy. I think that's a very fair uh, assessment. I, th- I think I realized while watching this, I've never seen this movie. So I don't, uh, I thought I had, but I think I've just seen the TV show, uh, bits and parts of the TV show. So uh, Jonathan, what about you? What, what are some of your thoughts I on mean, this? I mean, I haven't watched the movie a ton. I saw it when it came out in the theater and then maybe I've seen it a couple times since. I mean, I, I have a, I don't, I don't know that I like it overall. I think Christy Swanson is actually quite good. Um, um, I think the movie itself is a little like undercooked, kind of like what Chris is talking about. But I think Mm -hmm. when it does work, I think a lot of it has to do with her. Um, And obviously, I mean, it's got a nice cast. Donald Sutherland's quite good. And then uh, Paul Rubens, especially at the time, Paul Rubens was kind of like the scene stealer. Some of his stuff comes off a little silly now, I think, more so than it did then. But um, And then obviously Rudger Hauer and uh, Luke Perry, R.I.P. Luke Perry. Um, But uh, yeah, it's okay. But, uh, you know, I, I also... 
I mean, it led to one of my all-time favorite TV shows. So it's kind of one of those things where I, I'm kind of glad it exists, but I it's not something I go back to that often. It's It's got its moments, but it, it's just kind of a mess. Like, everything Chris said is dead on. Yeah, yeah. Danae, have you seen this one? <clears throat> I don't remember. Um, okay. As I was watching the Sins video, I did not remember any of it. Yeah, that's the same experience I had. <laughs> so, I was like, I thought I had seen this, but I don't remember any I of this. I forgot like Stephen Root was in it and uh, Hillary yeah. Swank. Yeah. And like I, so it's been a minute since I've seen it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this one. But it's, uh, okay. but I do re- I did fam- remember it like yeah, when I was yeah. watching. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. familiar with it somehow, but I don't know if it was just, again, because of the Buffy series. Um, but I oddly feel like I did watch it because I recognize the lead and I don't think I've seen her in anything else that I would recognize. So I don't know. Could Obviously didn't be. stick with me. So today, why don't you kick us off with uh, some of your favorite sins sin- from this one? Um, the vampire going and saying sleep and master my own sleep. And then like, then why are you coming and waking him up to tell him that? Um, I love that for a lot of reasons. I have a story real quick. When Justin and I were first uh, married he he's really like a romantic he's he is just that he's a sweet romantic and i've ruined him the poor guy he came <laughs> in to the bedroom and he woke me up to give me a kiss and say goodbye while he went to work and i like was as if i was an undead vampire I was like did you just wake me up out of a deep sleep to tell me goodbye <laughs> and i just remember him being like I mean, yeah, I did do that. I'm like, that. don't ever do that again. I like to sleep. And he's just like, okay. <laughs> so I really appreciate that sin. <laughs> and it is a joke that we get to laugh about now. But um, <laughs> poor guy. He did not marry a romantic woman. That's for sure. I'm I'm like, let me sleep. I really like sleeping. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't interrupt it just to say goodbye. That's silly. But he would be like, no, I was being sweet. Um, the other one I liked was I'm risking my life and you're not doing anything. And the sin is you fought one vampire. Calm down. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> the heart to believe, but this guy grows up to be Ben Affleck in a few years really killed me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm Ben yeah. Affleck. I forgot about that too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll go next. At no point in the great 1990s did chill pill ever get replaced with chill lozenge. Um, that made me laugh quite a bit. <laughs> Imagine building the entire back wall behind your home gym's basketball hoop out of glass. What could possibly go wrong? Who is the glass salesman making a fortune on this place? I want to shake that guy's hand and then punch him in the wiener. Uh, I thought that was that was really fun. Um, Joss Whedon's average everyday table read with female co-stars wow. makes it into the movie. Ouch. I mean, I get it. I was, I was, because, you know, I mean, I, I didn't read the script before I saw the video, so I was curious if there was going to be anything about Whedon. And there was. And there was. And there, there definitely is. was. Um, let's see. After Teen Wolf, any supernatural creature can play high school basketball now. Uh, also appreciated that shout out as well. Uh, what about you, Jonathan? I just like the, I love the, this is LA and he's wearing a thermal shirt, a flannel shirt, and a fleece jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can get a little chilly in LA, but I don't know that it gets that cold. Um, yeah. On that Not day, usually. she'll become Buffy the Vampire Slater. <laughs> And mm-hmm. uh, wow. you guys had a few that I had written down, but I also had she walks away from her diet Pepsi because that is what you do with garbage. I thought that was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the skip said saying gag me with a wooden stake. Yeah, so. that was good. Yeah, that was good. Good shit, good shit. Uh, all right, let's move on to keeping tabs. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, mm-hmm. those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels? When we're. Okay, we're going to try this. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're each going to talk about something from the process of putting the stuff together. Maybe a strange Google search that we had to do, a deleted sin, anything else uh, in that category. Um, for me, I've got a you done messed up AA Ron that I can kick us off with. Um, this was in the SpongeBob video. This is one of those instances. This happens every once in a while, and I always I always kick myself when it does. And and I don't know if this happens to you guys as much as it does to me, but where you just you write something as fact. Because you just think you know it. Like, it's just something you know. And mm-hmm. then in the comments, people are like, that's not actually true. And you're like, oh, I didn't research it because I just, I was very sure that I knew this. And this is the case with the Penn & Teller uh, Magic Card. Um, I mentioned it in the video as the Three of Hearts because that's just something I know. They do a forced magic trick. They have like a three, three of hearts all over the place where you can go and say, is this your card kind of stuff. It's not the Three of Hearts. It's the three of clubs. And just the fact that I missed that, I just, it makes me, it's just, it makes me sick. I'm just like, that's not something I should have to research. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and it's like, I read that script and I knew Aaron was such a huge Penn and Teller fan. I I was like, I'm not looking that up. (laughs) Right, yeah. That is the thing. And it's like, (laughs) yeah. Is that the trick with the gun? Well, no, no, no. It's more of a thing like, okay, so for instance, uh, Pendulette actually has a gravestone in a cemetery in Las Vegas mm-hmm. um, that is just his name and then the three of clubs. Mm-hmm. And basically, they're saying, like, you can do a card trick, like, at the cemetery or whatever. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Go, is this your card? Like, they have those little, like, about. three of clubs, like, different places. So you basically just force the three of clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then use it as a as a magic trick. So that's that's kind of how they do that. Um, and I knew that and I just, I just thought I knew it and I got it wrong. And I know people will be like, well, why don't you have, why don't you, you know, research every single sin you do? And it's like, 
do you know how many sins <laughs> we write? We, we like, do a we lot. Try, we, we really try lot. to research, you know, mm-hmm. the ones like that. And it's just like some of them you just accept that you know, and you end up being wrong. And mm-hmm. I was wrong. So I done messed up. Uh, so that is that is my keeping tabs uh, for this week. I messed up. Uh, what about you guys? Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Um, I don't really have something that I had to look up because 101 Dalmatians. I mean, I looked up things um, like how to spell Cruella DeVille just to be like, mm. it's not V-I-L-L-E. It's just devil. Was it that it's on the devil. nose? You know, just things like that. But nothing mm-hmm. super exciting. There really wasn't a, a lot or a ton um, but I did do something kind of interesting. So this sin was cut, but the beginning uh, opening sequence, the animation, it shows like one Dalmatian and then it begins to zoom and pan back. And then they, uh, it adds more and more and more and more and more and more and more. And, more. and then the whole screen is just filled with dogs, uh, Dalmatian dogs. And they're all kind of animated and barking or doing various things. And I stopped and I took a picture of it because I thought this is way more than 101 Dalmatians. And so... I, it's going to be kind of hard to see, uh, for, counted? for the, mm-hmm, for the live chat. I, I, I stopped myself when I got to a hundred. Um, I still had over half of the screen to go and I counted a hundred, but here's how I did it. I have a note nine. And so I, and I know for the, for those of you kind of listening, um, I have a note nine. So I took my pen out and I just put a red dot on all the faces as I tallied them up and I made a tally on the left-hand side of the screen. And when I got to hundred, I stopped. So I, st- I didn't do a full count. Maybe if I would have, this sin would have made it, but talk about doing your research. I actually went through <laughs> and I made sure to count Counted the every one of the puppies. Oh, very nice. Jonathan, what about you? I looked up acronyms because I, I never really went anywhere with it, but I was just looking up acronyms just to see if there was anything there to make a sin. And I came across this thing that was like the worst acronyms, and I wrote some mm-hmm. of them down. So I guess I'll just read what the organization is called, and you can then like do the acronym in your head. You got That's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right. So there's an organization called Women Take Flight. WTF. Yes. Like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, transport workers and tot liner specialists. Transport workers. Top, is that twits? Twats. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Temple Bicycle Action Group, which is a terrible name. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moro Islamic Liberation Front. Mm-hmm. The MILFs. Yes. Yep. Uh, Creative Oriental Crafts Kingdom. Wow. And that okay. has a slogan mm-hmm. with it too. It was on a window. It says, Try cock today, please. Hmm. They had I to mean, know it's what they were doing. It's going to get someone's attention, yeah. right? That's the point. It's going to get someone's attention. And then yeah. biologically appropriate real foods was my favorite. Nice. Barf. Barf. Yeah. That's great because it applies to yeah. the actual. The food. The food. That's yes. great. Nice. I almost feel like that had to be on purpose too. I think so too. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that would be on purpose. Very nicely done. Uh, all right, let's move into the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to pull a comment from the week's videos, Discord, Twitter, uh, wherever you are responding to us. We can uh, we can respond back now. You respond to us. We respond to you here. Um, today, why don't you kick us off? What's your comment this week? Um, this one I think came from discord from, uh, uh, Tokobot 19 who said, Hey, Aaron and Danae and Jonathan, 
Um, I Googled sandpapering bone context. Oh, fun. I have, I have a big lamb leg from a dinner and I wanted to work it into something. So perhaps this keeping tabs wait, moment wait, in I'm real life. I'm more confused now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much more confused now. He was going to sandpaper the lamb bone? Sandpapering bone was the search. Uh, yeah. Context was I have a big lamb leg from a dinner I wanted to work into something. So it's kind of like a real, this person's keeping tabs moment, IRL. And I loved it so much that I was like, I'm absolutely going to use this for my comments. (laughs) Um, And then an also, also, also happy birthday to Aaron and Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Thank you. At the time that this comes out, it will have been last Wednesday, but yeah, we mm -hmm. can still celebrate um, it. But still happy birthday, guys. (laughs) Yeah. We'll just the rest of the month. We'll celebrate. uh, Let me read it. Also, 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 yes, happy birthday, ye bringers of mirth and joy. Well, appreciate that. Happy birthday I to 66% of the podcast. I found out I was one of, of the favorite guys this week. That was sweet. <laughs> you are one of my favorite guys. I am pretty cool. You are pretty freaking it's cool. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And for those, and for those who are, are just learning this fact, yeah. yes, yeah, indeed, Jonathan and I have the exact same, well, I shouldn't say the exact same, it's a year apart, but yeah. we were born on the same day of the year. Yes. Um, so yeah. And just, uh, nine days, no, eight days from Jeremy. So there's three of us that have kind of the same birthday week. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll go next. This is from the 101 Dalmatians video, uh, in response to come on. Catzerole was right there. This person responds not two minutes earlier, called a cat breaking and entering a felony instead of a feline um thank you thank wow. you for that wow guys appreciate that appreciate that uh jonathan what do you got uh, mine was spongebob this is from jess phoenix i i assume this is true but um so when they're doing the fun uh thing um uh uh what's his name and uh what's the uh, the character that's with spongebob in the episode i was in forgot patrick huh no, in the fun episode, the villain or the one trying to steal the oh, burger. Oh, um, yeah. Plankton. Um, Plankton. Yeah, so Plankton says N is for no survivors. Um, and then we had a sin, you know, that was like, uh, you know, singing about murder or something. So apparently yeah, yeah, yeah. in the German translation of the episode, it says N is for nuclear weapons arsenal. So she put... <laughs> And then she put, seriously, how does it come that the English version is more child-friendly than the German one with all their <laughs> over-censorship? Right, yeah, right. I just thought yeah. that was interesting. So That is interesting. Appreciate that. Love learning from her fans. All right, let's move into Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're just going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we have seen recently. Jonathan's going to start. Okay. I'm going to talk about Quiet Place Part 2 because I saw that last Ooh, night. No spoilers. I haven't seen it. No, I go see it later s- today. I wouldn't spoil anything. I know. I know. Uh, I know. saw it way too late last night, by the way. I'm still very tired. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I went and saw it last night. And um, I did not know really what to expect going into this. I had seen trailers, which actually kind of concerned me about some of the direction because the trailers honestly felt very Walking Dead-esque, like. Mm-hmm. humans are worse than the mon, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Interesting. They- I haven't seen the trailers either. Oh, sorry. I, I don't. No, no, no. It's okay. Uh, but anyways, but, and I, and I'm not saying like the movie definitely uh, kind of gets into that subject, but that's not like, it's not the focus. And um, so 
Um, I just didn't know what to expect. I, I, cause I didn't, you know, quiet place felt very like it could just be its own movie. I, yeah, I, it's I, very complete and it's very much, and it's one, well, it's also very small, right? It's just, it all takes place. I believe mm-hmm. other than them walking around, it basically takes place in that house. And you know, it's, we just focus on that family. We don't really see anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was really interesting, but and it's a great movie. I mean, I, I honestly think at this point it's a classic, uh, in my opinion, I think it's pretty perfect. Uh, it's it's yeah. just, especially with, you know, just a suspense thriller horror movie. I think it's just, it's outstanding. Um, so I didn't know what to expect. Um, I was, I was very surprised. This is, this is a really good movie. I, I would probably put it just a smidge below the first one. Uh, but just because I just saw it, I mean, I guess that could change, but, but it's still, it's still very comparable and it's almost as good, if not as good. I think is the first one. Nice. I think Krasinski has grown as a director. I think that's a big part of it. Um, he's obviously not in front of the camera as much, uh, you know, for various, you know, for things that happened in the first movie. Uh, but, and so maybe that helps that he actually gets to spend more time just directing. But there are three or four, uh, like, crackerjack, just great, like, suspense sequences in this movie. There's, nice. there's one where uh, a person, a character is trying to step through uh, I don't know what you call that it's like a hostess window or like a like a receptionist window you know what I'm talking about like the sliding windows if you go up to a receptionist desk sometimes they're behind a window and they slide it mm-hmm. but uh it's somebody trying to step through that like over a desk and there's like cuz you know if for those if I mean if you know what the movies are about you can't make any noise um so they're trying to step over this desk and there's all this stuff around and every muscle in my goddamn body was so tense. Like I thought I was gonna piss myself at one point. It was just, it was that kind of thing. And yeah. uh, for me, that was fun. For Danae's like, why would you watch that? Um, but um, <laughs> it was a big surprise. I really enjoyed it. The acting is great. Uh, Emily Blunt's awesome as always. Uh, Cillian Murphy uh, is in this movie. Is it Cillian or Killian? I never yeah. know what to say. I always say Killian. Yeah, but maybe it's Killian. Um, it's he get, silly Killian. I'm I'm really glad they uh you know they brought him into this. I I, I guess I guess what I, I guess the cool thing about it though is that Krasinski really opens up this world and yeah and it's 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 cool. Like I mean it is actually very interesting when he opens it up and uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Um I would definitely watch a third one. Uh, I hope they decide to make a third one actually. And I didn't even know I wanted a second one. So this was a nice surprise. This was a big surprise for me. Um, so it's a high recommend, um, especially Yay! if you like the first one. If you like the first one, I, I don't think you're going to have, I think you're going to have a lot of fun with this. If you didn't like the I, first one, I don't think this is going to convert you. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. I, I'm glad to hear the world building is key because that's, that's what I want from this movie mm-hmm. is world building. I want, you know, that I think the, the, the self-contained nature of the, the first story is beautiful and wonderful. It makes a great film. Um, but if you're going to make a second one. I think then you have to start really giving the audience more about the world building. And so I'm glad to hear that that, that was a successful and, part of yeah, what happens And here. I mean, it's just, I mean, and from, and from the opening, it's just, it's, it's, you're just like, oh, wow, this is, wow. <laughs> like, let's do this. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I'm going to talk about Modoc uh, on Hulu. Uh, I've only watched the first episode um but uh this this show is from the robot chicken guys and is very much attempts to be more of a 
like edgy Marvel humor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it does take place in the Marvel universe. So, you know, although I shouldn't say it takes place in the MCU, it's not necessarily like that, but you do have like Iron Man showing up and, you know, different characters uh, from the Marvel universe um, because Modoc is a Marvel character. Um, I, I laughed occasionally but not nearly enough considering it is the type of show that wants to throw a lot of jokes at you. And I thought the joke hit ratio was very low in this one. So many of the things that I think they wanted me to laugh at just felt just like observational almost. Like they they weren't clever. They weren't funny. Um, So yeah, I wasn't wasn't really sold on this. Uh, I am going to give it a couple more episodes because I always try to give things three episodes. But um, so you've but only the first watched episode the, did not sell. You've me. only watched the first one, correct? That's all yeah. I've seen too. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I just I, I might have even liked it less. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to. I don't know. I might still watch more just because it's Marvel and uh, the characters kind of funny and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it's just with the voice cast and people behind it. Although I'm not a huge Robot Chicken fan, but Robot Chicken's got some funny stuff in it that I've seen. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I know it's just something something's off, but maybe they correct it, you know, as the show goes. And but I don't even know what Hulu's how much investment there is in this. I, I, yeah. I, I start to get the feeling this might be kind of a swamp thing type deal where it's just a one off and yeah, they're just kind of letting it go. I, I don't know. Could be. Could be. Anyways, that's Modoc that is on Hulu. Danae, what do you got? I'm going to do a repetitive one, um, but um, talk about critical role again. But here's why. They are in the final parts of this story arc. So if you've ever wanted to start Critical Role, but it is too big of a project for you, and also it's not complete, so you don't want to get started on it until it's done, you should have started several months ago because it'll take you so long to get through the content, but it's wrapping up. And it's going to be interesting because this is the first Dungeons & Dragons um thing that got my attention after taking a huge D&D hiatus. It's what got me back into the game. It's what, one of the reasons that I started to find other shows and also find other people to play with and also become a DM myself. And so it's it's weird. I have a weird feeling about them ending this campaign that I've been following for two years. Um, wow. But but it's obviously time and it's kind of like those at the table know best. And this is just kind of when they're, they're bringing it to a close. I think if I understood the tweets correctly, um, the episode this week is second to last. So next week is the last, the last one. And that is wild to me um, that they're going to figure out how to just take all of the story and bring it to an end. But then again, in games like D&D, you don't always have bows at the end of all of the different bunny trails of possibility. So sure. um, that is a huge amount of content. But they are doing some interesting things on YouTube where if you go to their Critical Role YouTube page, you can get caught up on things with like the shortened version. version. Um, and once again, I would say... I'm more confident now that this is a show that you listen to because you're really enjoying the characters and how Mm -hmm. they're playing the game. I used it to learn how to play the game again because they Mm -hmm. show every decision that they're making as they play. That allows you to learn along with them when they go to make a role or they're casting a spell and they're describing what it is. It's a really, for me, it was a way to learn how to play D&D while also loving the story. And they obviously take great care 
in um, following the rules to as close to a T as they possibly can because they have millions of people watching and they have a lot of people giving opinions. And Matt is the kind of the, the DM Matt is the kind of guy who wants to play by the rules. So he doesn't take a lot of liberty. Yeah. Whereas other shows I have talked about will be a little bit more relaxed and do more of a theatrical cinematic version of the rules uh, for storytelling purposes or whatever. So I have a lot of um, different styles of D&D shows and Critical Role is not for everyone. Every single episode is at least four hours long. And a portion of that will be you know, the introduction and all their sponsors, and then they take a break in the middle. So if you take all that stuff out, it might be closer to like three and a half hours, three hours of, of gameplay. Um, and it can be something that's just a task to get through. So I wouldn't, you know, don't force yourself on it, but they are bringing their show to a conclusion. And it has been one of the greatest delights uh, to find them on YouTube and then go to Twitch to subscribe so I could see it with everyone else live. I've and that was my first introduction to Twitch. So there's just been so much that's happened in my life because of the show that I it's just I can't not mention that's cool that it's coming to a close. So, so they're gonna start awesome. a new game though or no? I have no idea. Oh they haven't said. So they've been doing it for two years. I mean they might want to take it. I don't know. So is it weekly? They've been doing it weekly mm-hmm. for two years? Yeah. And then of course when pandemic uh, happened, they had to figure out how they were gonna switch. Yeah. So they took some time off. And then they changed their format. And we used to actually all be able to watch live. Now it's pre-recorded because it has mm-hmm. to be. Um, and uh, they did a great job um, of figuring out how everyone could stay socially distanced from each other and mm-hmm. still play. Mm-hmm. So that was that was fantastic. Uh, they are in tr- like they are tied together though. They all are in a company together because of this show. You know uh, that they've produced turned into. A company kind of like CinemaSins in a way where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're doing something that's fun. And then, oops, it's successful. And now we have a business to run. So everyone that's playing the game is also a part of how they keep it going, how the company going. And they're releasing games like they have a new game that's like a board wow. game coming out. They have an animated series. I think they're the most successful Kickstarter campaign in history. They're releasing their animated series from their first campaign. So people who watched the first one. Uh, and are familiar with all of their characters from that story that's actually coming out, I think on, I think it's on Amazon, but I'm not sure, but they're, they have a whole thing. They raised millions of dollars to be able to do that. Right. I don't know if it was millions. It might be a million, but they raised enough to release an, uh, an animated series. Uh, they have all kinds of other shows that they produce. They have a really funny one on uh, YouTube called narrative telephone, uh, which is really interesting to watch. So they have a cast of, six people plus the dm is seven and then they sometimes have guests so eight and the idea is that one person tells a story and then they send that audio clip to the next person and they can listen to it one time through and then they have to retell it to the next person and so you're watching them just completely dissolve the story uh and they're just all it's just cool to watch friends hanging out and be passionate that's one of the things like i love about it too is like i want to have friends like this this is like (laughs) goals you know get together and play. So they have a lot of content that they produce besides this show. So I'm sure they're going to do something next. I just don't, don't know what it is. 11.4 million dollars they raised on Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah. It was wow. 11. Okay. I could not remember. 4 million dollars. So they yeah. did okay. It's. Hello. Yeah. That's a bunch of money. Yeah. And so they, behind the scenes, while they producing run to this show, they're also 
managing all of that. And then they're all voice actors. So they're all, do, you know, they're going into the studio and doing their voice actor is, work. And it's, is this the incredible. one with the guy from Slashville or is that a different one? I have no idea. That's a different one. Is that's that uh, Dungeon that's Run? Jeff Kanata, Dungeon Run. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So who's critical yeah. role then? Who are the Is that Matt Mercer? Matt mm -hmm. Mercer. Okay. Mm -hmm. I see yep. I'm learning yep. things. Yeah. Talison Jaffe. Um, I don't know that I'm going to remember all of their names. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. I was Sam. just Sam. Oh, what's Sam's last name? They're they're really, really talented. Just if you do anything, just watch their introduction to the show. Like their little like uh the song and uh animation that goes along with it. That's all of them singing it. And Sam, I think he's won Grammys before. Let me tell you his last name. Because I just want to give him a shot. <laughs> his name's Gamgee. Sam Gamgee. Um, let's see. Ashley Johnson, who is an actress. That you guys probably recognize from you know bigger shows. What was the show where the the person oh, shows she up was in the middle on, of uh, She was New on York. Growing Pains. She, she was, was the, the kid. She was the kid mm -hmm. on Growing Pains. Yeah. But then she was also like one of the like the scientists of that show, where yeah, the lady had we, all those tattoos on her body and didn't know where they're from. Uh, blind spotting blind, or something. Yeah, is yeah it, so, it actually is called blind spotting, isn't it? Even though that's no. that movie, it's something no. like that. I don't remember. Yeah, it, the the movie is blind spotting. The TV show is blind something. Blind, yeah. Uh, Sam Regal is the name, and he is incredible. Um, Liam O'Brien, Marisha Ray, Laura Bailey, Talison Jaffe, um, and then uh, so I think that's well. I'm also missing Laura Bailey's it's, husband. It's just blind spot. Blind spot. Yeah, blind spot. Travis will will. Uh, what is it? Travis Willing. Willingham, yeah, Travis Willingham. Cool. So, but anyways, it's a, they as as content providers and as story creators, they're doing really fun stuff. So you can probably find something on their channel that's not their main <laughs> big mm -hmm. engine. Um, but they, I think the cool thing is just when you see people that are friends that are trying to make a business work somehow. Yeah. And I think maybe that's something that I can relate to because now I'm you know part mm -hmm. of this team and mm. we're all friends trying mm. to put out content that you know, entertains you guys and that's and keep it going and get creative. And yeah. that's what we do. So yeah. Anyway, critical role again, that'll, I don't know that it'll be my final shout out for them, but, uh, for this campaign, it will be my final shout out. Critical role on YouTube, Modoc on Hulu in quiet place, part two in theaters only for what? Like 45 days. Yeah. I believe and so. It'll be on uh, Paramount. I assume Plus. you'll be able to rent it too, but it's coming to Paramount plus. If you have a yeah. subscription to that in 45 days. So there you go. That's going to wrap it up for Behind the Scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, you can mail it to P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. If you want to hang out with us on Twitter, I am at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, Melissa Progresso, and myself, we will see you next week. Happy National Egg Day. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts. Hopefully you guys had some outtake stuff in the 17 minutes since I've not started. Nope. No, no, Great. no, just words. Not a single bit. Oh, good. Not a single bit of outtakes. Oh, okay, wonderful.
So it's really cool. You come in 17 minutes late and then throw blame on us for not doing outtakes <laughs> in the seven minutes hey, when listen, you weren't here. When Jonathan's late, we do outtakes. <laughs> You're a mommy. Eh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. It's <laughs> lots going on. Uh, computer updates happening. Oh, and that mm-hmm. sucks. Just, yeah. you know, uh, I, I was doing last minute prep. I was going to be prepping this morning, but mm-hmm. Iris wanted to have a very long uh, morning. This morning, she said, mm-hmm. Mommy, what are the ingredients of breast milk, of your mommy milk? She said. And I said, why do you want to know? She's like, I said, she said, so I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird there's nobody in the comments yet? I feel like there's usually people commenting already. But oh, yeah. Thank you, Jonathan. Great. I appreciate that. Um, oh, it would yeah. help if I... It would help if I posted the link Oopsie. to our uh, to our members. Oopsie so poopsie. give me just a second to do that. Great call. We would have gone live in 10 minutes and I'd be like, why is nobody here? Because Aaron didn't post the link. We just sat here in silence the whole three minutes. Just mm-hmm. so you, you know you could listen to that. That'd be- as is as is your prerogative. <laughs> I just had to take my pee show pre-break. I think you said pee show pre-break. Did you do that on purpose? I think I think I did. I think I did say that and did do it on purpose. I was like, yesterday, I was so out of it. I was like, are we going to cheer or are we going to tampoline and trumbling? <laughs> and she thought that was hilarious and will not let me. She even said something to me this morning when she got up. She's like, hey, daddy, I don't, I don't have to go to tampoline today, just so you know. <laughs> it's better than a, a, a tumbling and, and tramping class. Yeah, that's true. That, that would be that's that, true. That would be worse. That's true. Today, you good? Yeah. You good I'm for me to good. press go? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I remember it. All right, here we go. Welcome to Behind the Behind the Sins, uh, the live recording of uh, what goes so on. So much hiding. So much hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Just like just like owning a dog. Lots of hiding. I don't know what that means. Um, what does we that are mean, excited. though? I, I don't know. I literally don't. Uh, they sniff each other's hind ends. That's uh, true. You know, That's I, true. I, I have no idea. No, yeah. I mean, Lots of there hinding. are several times and I'll look outside and I'll yell at the dogs because one mm-hmm. is got his nose right to the other one's butt as it's pooping. Like it's, mm-hmm. the, it's like, yeah. this is amazing. And I'm like, get That's... your nose out of that <laughs> asshole. <laughs> like... it, is, it is so specifically the way they procreate that there's a sexual position named after them. Like, Nuh-uh. you know, like it's, it's uh, yeah. So lots of hinding when it comes to dogs. There's a little puppy. Look at his face. Look at his face. Look at his little face. Do you think there's any portion of the audience that's like, can we just get on with it like <laughs> like that's like enough of the puppies do you think there's it like even a hundred percent oh yeah i don't oh, think yeah. so and you can go fuck yourself no <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding hey should i eat this right before we go live no 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 i like how i asked you if i should and, and you said no and i'm doing it anyway <laughs> Listen, you ask a question, I answered it honestly, and then you do what you want to do. That is our relationship. That is how it works. Are we doing new shirts at some point? Or is that yeah. not allowed to talk about? No. Aren't we doing a podcast at some oh, point? sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I got to go at 11, so we're, we're good, right? Yeah, me too, actually. Today, you're in charge of when the show ends I now. I know. I'm so excited. Take, take this responsibility with... Are you leaving too? Is it just me? <laughs> you guys are so fucked. <laughs> oh my god. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 